Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Delighted you've joined us today. And Percy, we have a special guest joining us because we're going to talk about nutrition and cancer today. Absolutely, and an important subject that needs to be looked upon. Uh, we now know that there's a lot of misinformation in the marketplace around nutrition and fat diets and etc. We want people to understand that good nutrition can influence the outcome of a patient's cancer care. And poor nutrition is even more correlated to it. And we're going to have an individual who has worked in this field a long time who's going to help us really grapple with understanding good nutritional support. And what's more, she's a good friend of yours. Carolyn Lammersfeld will be with us today. She is, and uh, I'm excited to have her. Let's get to it. All right, we will in just a moment. Hey, you know, nutrition and cancer care. Nutrition is not the whole program, but it has to be part of the total picture, doesn't it? Yeah, it's important because we want people to understand and even in my experience over you know several years, there have been many who have sought to use nutritional support as a, a primary therapy for cancer. Many people have thought that I'll, I'll just go all natural <laughs> and I'll go on a vegan diet. There's been many schools of thought that we want to recalibrate with regard to the proper place and perspective that nutrition fits in the cancer care conversation mm-hmm. as a support mechanism, but not to replace evidence-based medical care. Do you find this is a difficult message to get across to patients and caregivers? Well, it just depends. I think that sometimes because of the overwhelming fear factor that cancer presents to individuals, uh, that people tend to try to travel a path uh, that feels simpler and easier for them to 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 adjust to versus doing some of the, the things that, that medically may be required to treat cancer. And so by default, Folks will simply say, well, sometimes I've heard that I'll just use good nutritional practice or I'll just juice and and that will be my approach to Mm -hmm. how I'm going to treat my cancer. And we really wanted to kind of add some balance to that discussion. Yeah, and we'll get to that scoop here today with Carolyn Lammersfeld in just a moment. She literally wrote the book on cancer and diet, didn't she? She uh, helped co-author a book that really helps to give good, solid information about nutrition and uh, integrative medicine practices. And she'll talk about what that is that that really gives people kind of a, a simple roadmap to begin to apply to looking at nutrition from a sensible perspective. We'll get to that in just a moment here. But let me take a moment and let's just reiterate the purpose of our program, these weekly visits, Percy, because we do want to come alongside those who are going through a cancer diagnosis, uh, through cancer treatment, caregivers, family members. We try to we try to touch everyone and uh, give them good information. Yeah, we do. And, and we really are working off of four core principles that you know, we want to drive all of our information through. That is, number one, first, quality evidence-based medical care. Again, there is nothing that can replace. No substitute. No substitute whatsoever for good evidence-based medicine. And we want everyone to seek uh, good clinical support and medical advice in treating their cancer. Uh, But also within the framework of that, understanding the role of integrative medicine or integrative therapies that would include things like nutritional support, naturopathic medicine, uh, spiritual care. Uh, Again, not as a substitute to, but as a support for in, in, the, in the overall conversation of good clinical uh, medical experiences and then personalized treatment. You know, our clinicians tell us that every cancer is different. 
And so this underscores really the critical importance of truly personalized care. And of course, spirituality plays an important role and personalized care for many patients if truly desired and asked for. It's all important. Nutrition and cancer are topic today, so stay tuned. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Call 855-929-HOPE to learn more. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae. As we discuss today's topic of nutrition, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Just before we meet Carolyn Lammersfeld here today, Percy, you have gone out on the road with this message of nutrition to churches and pastors. Any aha moments? Yes. We've, you know, it's interesting that one of the most requested subjects outside of good spiritual support and how to do that is uh, to share with us about nutrition support. And so Carolyn has joined me at several congregations. And one particular congregation that comes in mind uh, is that when we talked about processed food and what exactly is and isn't processed food, it was amazing to see the light bulb go off in, in the in the heads of everyone in terms of what they thought processed food was and was not. One very simple example of, again, the need for this subject and this conversation by someone who is trained and clinically understands this all of that. This has got to be very rewarding for you to see those light bulbs go off. It is because we understand how important the subject is, particularly to good health and wellness and specific to cancer. Well, Percy, you are a big fan of the person who joins us now here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Carolyn Lammersfeld is with us. Yes, this is my friend, my colleague, uh, my constituent. Thank you for having me, Reverend. Well, we're going to talk a little bit today with uh, Carolyn Lammersfeld, who is the Vice President of Integrative Medicine. Do I have your title correct? You do. Okay, because it's so long and complicated, (laughs) I can't process all of that. (laughs) But what I do know is that you're an awesome individual. Uh, You're talented, you're intelligent, and And in the context of the work that you're doing, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Integrative oncology is a team of individuals that work um, side by side with the patient's oncologist, whether whether it be a medical oncologist, radiation oncologist, surgical oncologist, or all all of those. Um, So it would be include a registered dietitian, which is my background. My background is in nutrition, and I'll come back to that in Mm -hmm. a minute. Um, It would include a chaplain, uh, a a naturopathic physician, a mind-body therapist. could include a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, um, and, and individuals from rehabilitation oncology, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. And and what we know is they want um, individuals that will help them manage 
you know, prevent or manage side effects, mm-hmm. maintain their quality of life so they can continue working or enjoying their family, enjoying their life while they're having cancer treatment and have the best possible outcome. So um, many individuals are trying to, if it's not available where they're having care, they're trying to put that team together by themselves. And there's all kinds of concerns, as you can imagine, if they're running to several different offices and those individuals aren't communicating, there's a safety concern. Correct. Um, so uh, what, what we do is put that team together for patients all under one roof so that it's all available um, from day one throughout their care. For example, from a standpoint, what I do, nutrition, I mean, we know um, about half of patients, roughly half, it depends on what their diagnosis is, um, at the time of diagnosis are already malnourished, that, you know, they've lost some weight or, or they're having some nutritional challenges. So, and, and important to that, because I've heard you speak on this, and I want to make sure I catch this point, being malnourished does not necessarily mean being underweight. Kind of help us out with that school of Absolutely. thought. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you hit it. I mean, it, 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 being malnourished can also mean carrying extra extra weight. So being overweight or obese is, is, is also a form of malnourishment. And both are equally um, dangerous, um, frankly, when, when individuals are being treated for cancer. So um, being malnourished can um, increase your what, what you eat um, or don't eat during mm-hmm. cancer treatment, what supplements you take or don't take, whether you're active or not, whether, you're, you, know, whether you pray or not. All of that can really um, impact... Um, whether you're going to have symptoms, whether you're going to be able to have your um, the recommended amount of treatment um, at the right time, um, so and ultimately affect your outcome. And so, with that, one of the key things that uh, I love about the, the focus of integrative medicine, it helps to to collaborate and bring all of those schools to thought together. And of course, at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, that's part of our internal system. But we also have a, a program called Our Journey of Hope that we present to local churches and faith based community members, where we actually are training them to speak to pragmatically uh, with respect to all aspects, including nutrition and integrative medicine. You've had the awesome uh, privilege, I think, mm-hmm. and it certainly has been our privilege to have you speak to. Uh, uh, our audience of pastors and ministers and leaders and churches uh, from a clinical perspective about nutrition and about integrative medicine. Talk a little bit about why you have enjoyed doing that, why you think that this, it's important to do that, and what does that mean to the faith-based community, that education? I, again, be- because I'm educated in nutrition, I mean, that's what I'm passionate about. What, what I'm passionate about is alleviating suffering as much as possible, particularly in individuals that are being treated for cancer. And so, again, we know this integrative approach, um, what people eat, um, can impact uh, how well they feel during cancer treatment. And then once somebody's, um, once somebody's done with treatment, I mean, you want, you want to make sure you're doing everything you can so they don't have to go through this again or they don't you know, have to deal with the challenge of another chronic disease, if that makes sense. And certainly, um, going back to the work with Our Journey of Hope, um, prevention is the best be- really the best medicine and the best treatment for this disease. Of course, so, we focus on yeah, that with, so, with our local and, churches. And so now, yes. anything, anything I can do, you can do, we can do to get that message out there so that um, as many people as possible don't ever have to deal with this disease. Spiritual leaders need to see it as something that needs to be integrated as well. Absolutely. I mean, and I think if you, if you, I mean, we know people are asking about it. We know people want to do things that they can control, um, that they have some control over to, to have the best possible outcome. Certainly, you know, diet is one of those things. Um, but I think what, what, spiritual leaders need to re- remember too is is there is a safety concern if individuals are not doing you know doing this in an integrative fashion okay. where it's where it's under one roof or at least there's communication so you between see the, the, teams. the light bulb go off to you when you 
I, I do. I mean, you, you know, for example, um, let, chiropractic medicine is a good good example. If an if an individual has um, bone metastases, it may not be safe for them to have a chiropractic adjustment. And so, um, being able to you know you, to to talk with a chiropractor that is aware of the patient's um, cancer as well um, is a huge safety concern. Supplements. I know you're going to talk about that, but taking you know some supplements may be helpful. Other supplements may be dangerous and interact with very good with point. medications. Let me interject here that Carolyn is the co-author of a book called Cancer Nutrition and Recipes for Dummies. It's part of that series of books that uh, reaches out to the masses. This is so helpful, though. Just look for that title, Cancer Nutrition and Recipes. As a matter of fact, go to our website, and you'll learn more about the book right there. Person. Absolutely, and we'll be making that information available on the OurJourneyOfHope.com website as well. So we'll continue to allow the audience to, to find out different ways to be able to receive that. Lastly, Carolyn, with respect to, again, the, the subject of nutrition, let's talk about uh, the correlation between oncology and, and cancer-related deaths and nutritional practices lack thereof. Uh, there are some staggering statistics that help us to get a sense of how important this conversation is. Can you speak to that and share some of that clinical information with us, please? Uh, we know that 80 to 90 percent of people diagnosed with cancer have some signs and symptoms of malnutrition if if you pay attention to it, uh, depending upon what type of disease. Again, people with cancers of the GI tract, it can be upwards of 80, 90 percent, lung cancer, 60 percent. So it depends on the type of but cancer. But those numbers are high. But those numbers are high. And and according to the, uh, you know, the National Cancer Institute, um, 20 to 40 percent of people with cancer actually die from malnutrition. Um, and you could argue that number may be a, a little higher if you all, if you look at all, death from infections that individuals aren't able to fight because um, your nutritional status actually affects your immune system. That's such an important point. I'm going to ask you to repeat that. I want our listeners to really grasp what you're talking about here. Yeah, so I mean, unfortunately, the, st- the statistics we have from the National Cancer Institute are that 20 to 40 percent of people with cancer actually die from malnutrition, and that number may, a- may actually be higher if you included infections that, okay. that individuals can't fight off because their immune system is affected from. So malnutrition. malnutrition is the enemy as well as cancer. Absolutely, it's, it's a huge enemy, and we also look at malnutrition on the other side. You know, we're learning more and more about the um, the danger of carrying extra weight. Um, you know, when you when you have a cancer diagnosis, it, it can affect surgical outcomes. It can increase your risk of side effects with chemotherapy, affect your ability to um, complete the, the, the right amount of treatment at the right time, and ultimately affect your outcome as well. I mean, right now, the statistics are um, something like one in five cancer deaths are actually related to obesity as well. So, you know, we have the undernutrition and the overnutrition that are both um, serious concerns. So if, if I could, we could say it this way, what you are or what you are not eating may be killing you. Absolutely. Carolyn Lammersfeld with uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Again, the book is Cancer Nutrition and Recipes for Dummies. And it's a terrific uh, resource, and you can find out more about it at the website we'll give in just a moment on the program here. Carolyn, thanks for what you're doing. Uh, It really is meaningful. It has to be meaningful for you to spend your life this way. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thank you. Well, just before we take a break, let me remind you that we have set up a special website to go hand-in-hand with this radio program. It's called healthhopeandinspiration.com. There you can listen to this broadcast and past broadcasts that you may have missed on the radio. You can download resources there from the website. It's all available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae, and we encourage you to stay tuned. We've got much more to come on this week's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Thanks for listening.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. So glad you've chosen to join us today for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. As we think back on the conversation with Carolyn a moment ago, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. We mentioned Carolyn's book a moment ago. That sounds very good. Yes, it's an awesome resource that has been written, and uh, she worked with uh, and co-authored that particular resource with Dr. Mari Martman, who is the president of Medicine and Science. And so when we understand what the motivation was for that writing, it was to help people understand good, solid clinical care and how to amalgamate that with nutritional support and how they work together as people really want and need and desire to be educated around good nutritional practices. And I'll tell you what, we're going to put a link to the book at our website because I know we have some listeners who already want and perhaps have gone looking for the book (laughs) just based on that conversation with Carolyn. So you'll find a link to her book at Health, Hope, and and inspiration.com. And uh, let us know how that works for you. We'd love to get some feedback here on the program. Well, one of the things about nutrition I'm thinking about is all those uh, those do-gooders out there that want to provide meals to a family going through a, a cancer treatment program. And maybe we need to think about how nutritious those meals are. You're exactly right. One of the great attributes of, of any local church community is the willingness to create meals and potlucks and casseroles. Sure. And the intention is, is fantastic and it is good. But what we now understand and the optics of, of looking at good nutritional support is that uh, we need to be mindful of what types of meals we are preparing. Yeah, to get your seventh casserole in a row may not be the best nutrition, right? At the end of the day, it may not. And so, again, this subject really helps to educate this community in a way on how to prepare good nutritional meals that will benefit the cancer patient and their experience and not be counterintuitive of that. Yeah, just think about that. It's something I'd never thought of before, before talking to Carolyn. Well, because, you know, many of us and, and certainly many people use their old family recipes and, and meals that they <laughs> you like. You want to put your best foot forward. <laughs> you know, you want to serve them with your best meal. But that may not be the best meal for, for that them. particular patient right, under right. those circumstances. And so we want to educate this community on how to be uh, better prepared to do that. Yeah, just something to think about. All right, let's go to scripture on this topic of nutrition. As I was listening to this, one of the things that that comes to my mind as a pastor and a minister, over the years, uh, not necessarily everyone, but certainly we can as believers tend to 
hyper-spiritualize everything about our experience and who we are and negate some natural laws or forget about some natural things that we need to understand. And there's a scripture that really helps us to really put that into perspective. As we understand talking about nutrition, nutrition is directly correlated to natural health and wellness. We can't hyper-spiritualize that. We can't pray calories away. We can't rebuke pounds. <laughs> oh, we wish we could. <laughs> oh, if we, only if we could. But at the end of the day, we've got to take ownership and do some things. And there is a responsibility on our part that requires us to do something. And so First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verses 19 through 20, really helps to put this in perspective for us. What? Know ye not that your body, not your spirit, Mm -hmm. but that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, which is in you, which ye have of God. Ye are not your own. This scripture is telling us our bodies do not belong to us. They belong to God. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like understanding the maintenance of an automobile or of your home. There are things that has to be consistently done to maintain it and keep it up. Don't you know that, again, your body belongs to God? It's not your own. For ye, verse 20, are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. This scripture helps to put in perspective, yes, we do have a spiritual responsibility of nurturing our spiritual relationship and and the things that are required of us, but also making sure that we take good care of our physical well-being. And that requires us to do some things around nutrition, uh, what we eat, how we eat it, uh, how we prepare it, and not just kind of haphazardly approach that conversation and, and not understand that there's some responsibility on our part. You'll excuse me while I run off to the gym right now, won't you? I, I will excuse you while you do that. Absolutely. And I'll be right behind you, my friend. Okay. We all can be encouraged and reminded of the fact that there is a responsibility that we must own to of taking care of our physical bodies along with our spiritual well-being. And so the scripture here gives us great inspiration that our bodies were bought with a price hmm. and therefore we must glorify God in our bodies as well as in our spirit. In all seriousness, it was astounding to me to hear Carolyn say that obesity is overtaking tobacco as a major contributor to cancer. Absolutely. And in conjunction with that, that childhood obesity also now is contributing to the fact that we have a generation of young people who may not outlive their parents. Mm. So understanding how important it is to address our nutritional issues and begin to respond appropriately is part of our spiritual responsibility and how it also affects our physical health and wellness, particularly in the face of cancer treatment. Why does it take a crisis, like a cancer diagnosis, to get our attention? You know, as human beings, we tend to respond better from a crisis perspective. And one of the motivations, Wayne, as you well know, of why we're doing this program, we want to become more proactive. We want to encourage the body of believers and the faith community to be more proactive and not so reactive because we are great at rallying the saints uh, in a crisis hour. But if we would expend that type of energy on the front end of preventative maintenance and well-being, uh, I think God will honor that and we will see much healthier people within the local body and the local faith community. I think it's worthwhile to go back and hear that scripture again. That was pretty convicting. And one more uh, read through, which will help us. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verses 19 through 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with the price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, 
which are God's. And as they say, that'll preach. That will pre- that dog will hunt. <laughs> All right, I'm sure you've uh, preached on that passage many times, huh? I have many times, and I try to implement it in my own personal life as well, because I need to uh, witness and experience the first fruits of my message. Yep, amen. All right, hey, Percy, thank you for your time, for your expertise, but most of all, thank you for your heart to bring this message to us. Thank you for having me, and we thank God for those of you who are listening as you continue to progress down the road of health, hope, and inspiration. And as we close today, we want to remind you of our website, which is healthhopeandinspiration.com. We will put a link to Carolyn's book there, so you won't have to go searching about for it. You'll find it easily at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Our phone number, should you like to contact the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, is toll-free, 855-929-HOPE. Once again, that's 855-929-4673. And tell them you were listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Join us next week at the same time. But in the meantime, make sure to join us online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. To learn more, call 855-929-HOPE or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, care that never quits.